Welcome to the I Am A Creator podcast. I'm Issa Adney, storyteller at ConvertKit. And in each episode, I'll be reading one of our inspiring creator stories about what it really means to be a creator. These are stories about risk, fear, hope, and what it takes to connect with your audience and do work you love. If you're a creator or dreaming about your next creative project, you're in the right place. Because if they can do it, so can you. Today's story, Chasing Dreams. When you have no one to look to, you blaze your own trails. This is the story of travel blogger Gloria Atanmo going for her dreams and paving the way for others to follow. To Gloria Atanmo, quote, travel was a rich kid's hobby. It wasn't something she ever envisioned herself doing. In college, she traveled only locally for basketball and tennis as a double collegiate athlete at Baker University in Kansas. The athletics helped pay for school where she started as a pre-med major as a way to make her mom happy. Quote, she's the reason I'm here. All the privileges I'm afforded are because of her. But living someone else's dream was killing her slowly. She quietly changed her major, even though it meant she'd have to stay in school for an extra two years. In her fifth year, her sports eligibility expired, and someone suggested she do study abroad now that she had the time. Her initial reaction? Quote, that's for those people. Natural-born travelers. Rich people. But Gloria, or Glow, as she's also known, managed to silence that voice long enough to apply to a study abroad program. And soon, she was on a plane to spend an entire semester in the UK. The love was instant, and she couldn't wait to explore. On her first solo trip to Scotland during a free weekend, she arrived too early to check into her hostel. So, instead, backpack and duffel in tow, she went on a hike she'd heard about. Arthur's Seat, an extinct volcano over 800 feet above sea level. She got lost. She'd unknowingly wandered off the path and into dangerous territory, her bags weighing her down, pulling her in all directions, eventually trapping her in a ravine off path. She didn't know how she was going to get back. Then, she heard a voice from above. Quote, throw your bag over, throw your bag over. A woman urgently shouted, quote, in her beautiful Scottish accent. Glow threw her bags to the woman who guided her safely back down the mountain, out of harm's way. The rescue was followed by a dinner invitation, which Glow accepted. Quote, she made me dinner and sang traditional Scottish songs, and I remember thinking, am I in a movie? But country after country, weekend after weekend, I kept having these serendipitous moments where strangers showed me how amazing and beautiful the world is. She found a deep sense of belonging in doing the thing she never believed she deserved or was worthy of. While the trip would end in a few months, Glow couldn't imagine this experience being relegated as a distant college memory. She was resolved. Quote, I don't know how, but I'm going to do this for as long as I can. Glow returned from the UK and finished her college degree. She was so scared to tell her mom that she'd changed her major that she didn't tell her until 10 days before graduation. Quote, she was not happy. Glow ran away. Kind of. She'd made such a great impression on the university in the UK where she did her study abroad that she landed an internship there. She booked a one-way ticket back to Europe. She also started theblogabroad.com, 
It was the first time she created a blog with a purpose beyond self-expression. She created her first blog when she was 11 years old. Quote, Oh my gosh, it was so embarrassing. It was on Zanga and it was called I'm a Little Black Bala Hala. She wrote about school drama and boys. Quote, It was very hard-hitting news. We both laugh. Blogging became a constant in Glow's life, as natural as reading or watching TV. While the platforms and topics changed, she was always writing. Quote, I had a pop culture blog, a music blog, a sports blog, a lifestyle blog, and then eventually, a travel blog. She wanted to see if this blog could turn into a creative career. She saw other travelers and creators making a living doing work that they loved, like The Blonde Abroad and Nomadic Matt, and their very existence inspired her. Quote, okay, they're making it work, so at least I know that it's possible. And for Glow, that's all she needs to get started. Quote, as long as I know there's a possibility it can happen, say no more. I will figure out the rest. For six months, she became a kind of Clark Kent, working her UK internship by day, building her blog by night, often sleeping in her office, or sometimes not sleeping at all. But when the college underwent serious budget cuts, despite how hard she worked and how much her boss wanted her to stay, her job disappeared. With only one week left on her visa, she had to get out of the UK and fast. Quote, I looked at flights and found a $20 ticket to Barcelona and thought, I guess I'm going to Barcelona. I've always been the kind of person who would rather make an imperfect decision quickly rather than stall and miss out on opportunities along the way. She landed in Spain with $100 in her bank account, found a hostel, and immediately started bartering to make ends meet. For a while, she survived on $10 a day. Quote, most people have their mom or their dad or someone to call in an emergency, but I just didn't have that privilege of being able to say, hey mom, I've got $10 left, can I borrow a little something? Nigerian parents raise you to be self-sufficient, so you fear and, quite frankly, wouldn't dare to ask or show your vulnerabilities to them. Glow is one of six kids. When she was 11 years old, her dad was deported to Nigeria. Quote, he was given a 10-year ban before he'd be allowed to re-enter the country. For 10 years, Glow's mom, a nurse, raised Glow and her five siblings alone. Glow was 22 when the waiting period for her dad was finally about to end and he could apply to come back. But in that 10th year, he tragically passed away in a diabetic coma. So for Glow, while traveling, quote, there was never any backup. Some days, she didn't eat. But she knew this phase wouldn't last forever. She was a hard worker. She was a creator. The starving artist phase was something she both fully anticipated and was prepared to endure. Her dream was worth it. To make ends meet, she worked the reception desk at a hostel in exchange for a bed each night and did some social media management for a local restaurant. She also promoted food tours, did English tutoring, au paired for a couple of families, whatever she could. During one tutoring session, the father of a student found out that she used to play basketball and encouraged her to try out for the Barcelona team. Always looking for an opportunity to keep traveling, Glow borrowed some oversized athletic shoes from a friend and went to tryouts the next day. They signed her that night, and she became a salaried, semi-pro basketball player in Barcelona. She was so grateful to be making a salary in a beautiful country, but staying in one place for too long, even a beautiful place, started to wear on her. Quote, I wasn't able to travel. We were practicing three to four times a week, and on weekends we had games. So all of a sudden I'm getting the money, but the travel is now gone. 
It felt like her early college days happening all over again. Her life taken over by sports. No time for anything else. The money wasn't enough, because money was never her priority. Quote, it doesn't matter how much money you are making if your heart isn't happy with the circumstances. After the season ended, she just knew. Quote, I can't do this again. I need to be on the road. She booked a one-way ticket to Paris with one goal in mind. Quote, I'm just going to keep traveling and see how long I can last. I need to get out there and create content, experience cultures, and continue building my brand. Without a full-time job, Glow went all in on creating content for her blog that might help her turn it into a business the way she'd seen others do. Through relentless content creation and learning, her blog started to make a little money via affiliate marketing. She was able to keep going. As a way to share her content even more broadly, she also started writing for other blogs and publications. In 2015, she became a contributor for the Huffington Post and wrote an article called, quote, Stop Asking Me How I Afford to Travel, that got a half a million views in 24 hours. Quote, it was this firestorm of people who either loved it or hated it. I had never experienced anything like it. Followers going up by the hundreds per hour, and the hate comments felt like triple that, huh? The article was translated into eight languages and struck a chord with travelers tired of constantly feeling like they had to explain themselves to coworkers. It also made travel seem possible for people who, like Glow, previously thought travel was only for, quote, rich people. The article also captured the attention of a company in Germany. They emailed her, quote, Hey Glow, we found your blog. We love your writing. Can we fly you to Germany? We'd love to work with you. But the doubt soon followed. Glow estimates that she went through, quote, two years of unnecessary struggle, trying to figure out what she was worth. One company would offer to pay one amount. Then when she'd pitch the same amount to another company, they'd be offended, chastising her. Oh no, we would never pay that to anybody. Glow started doing research, connecting with other creators to find out what they charged, and getting comfortable with her inherent worth and all that should be considered for valuation. For example, quote, even if your follower count isn't that impressive, if you're a good writer, you can charge more. Glow didn't know this right away, though. It took time, and a very painful two years, until one woman changed everything for her. The woman worked for a travel brand and hired Glow to write four articles, when Glow sent her over her pricing, she promptly emailed her back. Quote, Glow, don't tell anyone I'm doing this, but here's what you're actually worth. She quadrupled Glow's going rate. Quote, I love her to death. She doesn't know how much that changed my life. It empowered Glow to stop underselling herself. Her dedication to that brand also quadrupled because of how fairly they valued her. In addition to brand partnerships, Glow also noticed that the creators making a full-time living with their work seemed to operate a little differently than everyone else. They didn't compete with each other. They amplified each other's work. And instead of only relying on others for their income, they were taking matters into their own hands. Always attending conferences and keeping her finger on the pulse of her creative industry, Glow quickly noticed, quote, they were all creating their own products. While the brand partnerships she had were going great, she was still struggling to make a consistent income. Her business model started to feel a lot like, quote, waiting for brands to find me or desperately waiting on them to answer my pitches. She decided to change course. Quote, I needed to put my income and financial status back in my own hands. I didn't want a brand to control how much I'm able to make in a year. She started creating her own products, putting together her own group trips, and writing and self-publishing an ebook. 
quote, things that don't need permission from other people. Her new business model, quote, do it yourself. Own your story, own your power, and speak your truth. She found the business model that was right for her, and her income started growing a little more every month. She also credits her income growth to her commitment to a, quote, blue ocean, focusing on a market that was virtually non-existent at the time. Quote, I realized in 2017 that there weren't many black female travel bloggers who were writing about some of the negative experiences, like being denied service at restaurants, being mistaken for a prostitute in certain countries. And she was worried that, quote, if they experience this and think the whole world is like this, they might never travel again. But if they see, oh no, this happened to Glow as well, then maybe they'd be inspired to keep going. Glow wanted readers like her to know that they weren't alone, and that the beauty and adventure to behold far outweighed the horrors. She didn't want anything to stop them from traveling if it called to them the way it called to her. With growing partnerships, like her dream come true sponsor GoPro, and multiple products and offerings, she was able to scale her blog to six figures. But just like that feeling of being in the same place for too long, soon, it all started to feel too easy. She had spent years trying to learn how to make a living doing work she loved, and she finally figured it out. Now what? Quote, I realized there were still so many bloggers out there who were struggling. Inspired by the woman at that company, she wanted to find a way to help them. She started transitioning her business from helping women travel to helping women see their worth and build the business of their dreams. To do that, she started focusing even more on her own products and how to get them in front of the right people. Glow avoided email in the early days. Quote, I was a social media nut, but when I started offering premium products and higher tier items, like my retreats and my course, I realized people make business decisions through email. So she finally decided to give email marketing a try for the launch of her Bali Blogger Bootcamp in 2017. She remembers the first time a sale came through. Quote, oh my gosh, this works. When I ask her how she thinks about email and social media now, her metaphor does not disappoint. Quote, social media is like a public swimming pool and email marketing is like the ocean. They're both wet, but the ocean is just a different experience. If you're not getting wet in that way, then you're not even swimming. You haven't reached the full potential of what is possible. A pool is very safe, and it can also be confining. There are rules and hours that you don't control. But email marketing feels limitless, like when you look out at the ocean. Glow used social media and email together to launch her course. All her social media posts directed people to join her email list through a landing page that promised the top five tips for newbie bloggers. Once they signed up on the landing page, they received the automatic email sequence she set up, teaching some of her best strategies for free, establishing her expertise, and giving her subscribers a chance to get to know her and see if her course would be right for them. It worked. Glow made $50,000 in seven days, a culmination of years of hard work and almost two decades of blogging. How did it feel? Quote, like a mix of a heart attack and winning the lottery. Over 190 people have taken Glow's course so far, and she's gotten so many thank you messages from people whose lives have been changed the same way Glow's was when that travel brand client went out of her way to show Glow what she was worth. Glow designed her course with that exact hope. She wants to save her students from those two years she spent struggling with her worth, undercharging and undervaluing herself. Quote, I show them the value of building products, how to control their destiny, how to value themselves, how to reverse pitch, and how to truly get themselves to the next level. Sometimes, it just takes someone else saying, here's what's possible, for you to dream a little bit bigger. 
She's very transparent. Quote, I show them everything because it can be quite secretive in this industry. No one wants to share numbers. No one wants to share even contexts or strategies or ways that they were able to get what they got. And I'm just like, here's everything. Here's how much I made from XYZ. Because what good is getting all this success if you don't turn around and help the next person? She's especially proud that her course has an 85% completion rate. But even with all the thank you messages she receives, doubt still comes out to play sometimes. Quote, imposter syndrome is something that I wake up next to every single morning. Like, good morning, imposter syndrome. Would you like sugar in your coffee today? Glow may offer coffee, but she doesn't offer power. She works hard to keep her imposter syndrome from making any decisions. She's learned how to silence it when it's being too loud. Quote, there's nothing more silencing than hard work. When the keyboard is banging, I can't even hear imposter syndrome's chatter in the background. I realized over the years that the more I got to work, the quieter the voice became. And it's paying it forward that gives Glow her relentless drive to keep creating with her keyboard, even when things get hard. Which, of course, they always do. Quote, Every time I'm ready to give up, I'm like, no. There's this vision. There's this legacy that I've got to fulfill. It's not done yet. I feel like as long as I'm on this earth breathing, I can't quit. Find more creator stories at convertkit.com forward slash stories. If you liked this story, be sure to subscribe to receive a notification every time we release a new episode. And if you have 60 seconds, leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. I love hearing from you. If you found value or inspiration from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could screenshot your podcast player right now, jump over to Instagram or Twitter, and tag ConvertKit. Because if you listen this far, you're a creator. Keep going. Keep creating. Your story could be next.